The Indianapolis Colts are going to open up training camp today. Their first workout tomorrow at noon. It's open to the public. you got to go to Colts.com to get tickets, but they're free. They just want to know how many people they got in there. It's not a problem. It's going to be fun to watch this team come together. We get to start that process today as players report. Players going to talk at 9 o'clock this morning. That's why we're going a little bit early. Chris Ballard's going to talk at 11 o'clock this morning. Looking forward to what he has to say. There are contract extensions being negotiated. We'll see who, and we'll see for how long. Going to be fun. We're going to talk about the Colts in just a minute. We're also going to talk about the Pacers a little bit. Had a uh, kind of a back and forth with uh, a person who I respect on Facebook at DMs about a potential trade for Russell Westbrook and what that would mean to the Pacers and why it would be a repellent move. And I, I got to admit, I agree. So no problems. No, no argument. We never argue here. It's not contentious. It's always positive. It's always sharing information, and that's why I appreciate it from so many people who reach out with DMs or comments on the YouTube channel. It's really a lot of fun, and I appreciate it a great deal. We're going to talk about the Cubs a little bit. Something happened last night on the MLB Network that I think bears mention. Uh, Big Ten Media Days today, downtown. Indiana taking part. Tom Allen, a little bit of bad news from the Indiana football program. We'll cover that, too. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now. No, it's Breakfast with Kent. What am I talking about? For Tuesday, July 26, 2022, brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Give Jared Johnson a call. An absolutely fantastic plumber, 765-610-8809. Big day. Big day, smash that subscribe button, hit the like button, uh, set the, hit the bell so you get a little bing, a little alarm every time we go live. This morning a little bit early. That would have been helpful for some of you, I think. Um, you know what? There's so much to talk about. If you want to donate, that's fine, too. I really appreciate it. We get a couple of donations a day, and I love it. Um, Colt, 9 o'clock this morning, players reporting. They're going to talk to the media what are we going to find out from them and Chris Ballard? I think we're going to talk a little bit about contracts today. Quentin Nelson, he's doing extension. Kenny Moore is going to report not doing extension yet. He gets extended after this season. They're not going to do it off schedule. Maybe uh, Bobby O'Karake, he's in line for an extension. He's got this one year left on his contract. Yannick Ngakwe, is he going to get an extension? He is signed for $13 million this year but becomes a free agent after this year. Paris Campbell, no chance they sign him to an extension. If you can't stay, you can't make the club from the tub. That's what they say in their right. Uh, Matt Ryan has a $35 million ticket for next year. $18 million this year, $35 next year. Is that going to be renegotiated, extended, that kind of thing? I think they'll do it after this season. Um, the best upgrades for this year. Look, as you look at the Colts, they were 9-8 and eight last year. And as you look at the Colts and you try to project what they're going to do, here's what people are looking at. Where are they upgraded? Where are they downgraded? With the Tennessee Titans, you look at a loss like A.J. Brown, and you say, oh, downgrade. Who's uh, Ryan Tannehill going to throw to? Julio Jones gone too, so their top two receivers from last year, adios. What are they going to do? That's an interesting 
downgrade where you say, you know what, they're not going to win 12 games because that offense isn't going to be powerful enough, even potentially with a healthy Derrick Henry, right? The Colts, they've still got a very healthy Jonathan Taylor, and Derrick Henry may be healthy, maybe not. What the Colts have done, they've upgraded. They got Matt Ryan instead of Carson Wentz. That's a significant upgrade, man. My, Matt Ryan is going to do what the play calls for him to do, right? It's not going to be Wildcat City. It's not going to be Jim Harbaugh, you know, run around like a chicken with your head cut off and try to find an open receiver after five seconds. This is going to be a ball control offense with Jonathan Taylor and Matt Ryan hitting guys like Naheem Hines and Paris Campbell and Alec Pierce and Michael Pittman Jr. and the tight ends. Um that's how this is going to work. He's going to do the right thing. It's going to be a lot like Philip Rivers was in 2020 with a better arm. That's a good thing. Uh, Gus Bradley over Matt Eberflus. This is going to be huge. Gus Bradley is going to find a way to put pressure on opposing quarterbacks in a way that Matt Eberflus didn't. Matt Eberflus wasn't about pressure. He wasn't about singling up on the outside and getting guys to cover. That's not what Matt Eberflus was. Matt Eberflus was bend, don't break, keep the offense on the field until they turn it over, which they did 33 times last year. That's significant. The, the Colts aren't going to turn opposing defenses over 33 times because of forced fumbles and interceptions. They're going to turn them over because of punts. I don't mind that. Yeah, you lose field position, but you can't rely on turnovers. To, to keep your your defense productive, you just can't. And that's Matt Eberflus's entire modus operandi. And and it's just, it, it we saw it. We saw what happens. We saw it against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Colts defense made Trevor Lawrence look like Joe Montana. And you cannot do that. And if they do it in week two this year, they're going to lose to the Jaguars, and if they lose to the Jaguars, the math becomes tough trying to project them into the playoffs. You've got to win these first two games. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe, we mentioned him, over Al-Kadeen Muhammad. Al-Kadeen Muhammad was a really productive player, but Yannick Ngakwe is going to get between 8 and 12 sacks this season because that's what he does. The entire Gus Bradley deal is to single up the Leo make sure the Leo's got kind of a clear path to the quarterback. That's what he does. That's what the scheme is. That's what it's all about. And so Yannick Ngakwe is going to have a really good season. And why isn't that over Quiddy Pay instead of al Kadin? Because Quiddy played on the right side, al Kadin on the left. Well, Quiddy Pay is still there. So you can't upgrade over a guy who's still on the squad and is still going to be a starter just at the other side of the defensive line. Stephon Gilmore over Rock Yassine. This is a no-brainer, although Rock was really kind of good in man-to-man -man coverage, which he didn't play a whole hell of a lot because that's not Matt Eberflus's deal. If Stephon Gilmore can stay on the field, if he can stay healthy, he's going to be a really, really good cornerback and a good upgrade for the Colts, and he's going to be a guy along with Ron Miles, who's the secondary coach, and Mike Mitchell, who's the assistant secondary coach, kind of the deputy. Ron Miles, the sheriff, and Mike Mitchell, the deputy. Uh, Isaiah Rogers, 
is going to wind up having a really, really good season because Ron Miles is going to teach Isaiah Rogers how to play that position at a technically sound level. And that's really going to help him. Uh, the one downgrade, and I don't know whether it's going to be a downgrade, but I'm going to guess it's going to be a downgrade, at least initially. You lose Jack Doyle. That's a big deal. Yeah, you got Mo Ali Cox. And you drafted Jelani Woods, but losing Jack Doyle is not going to help this offense. Neither the offensive line nor the receiving core of tight ends do really, really good work. We're going to see what Jelani Woods winds up being. It's going to be important for Jelani Woods to measure up to what Jack Doyle was. But Jack Doyle, he went to a Pro Bowl or two, right? Jack Doyle, a really, really good Indianapolis Colt for a long time, kind of an under-the-radar guy because he didn't draw a lot of attention to himself. Um, we'll see. They're going to talk at 9 o'clock, uh, Players Will, and Chris Ballard at 11 o'clock. We'll talk. And don't forget the call-in app. Download the call-in app. After their first workout tomorrow, public workout at Grand Park, we'll have a call-in show. Take your calls. We'll be out there at Grand Park and, and hosted from there, all kinds of fun, the call-in app. Um, but uh, the time will be dependent upon when the Colts wrap up their workout tomorrow. Um, Indiana, it, it's their day at uh, Big Ten Media Days. And given the choice of where we're going to be, whether it's going to be out at Grand Park for the Colts or Media Days, i got to tell you, Grand Park is the place we're going because there is no juice to the Indiana football program whatsoever. And by juice, I mean enthusiasm within the marketplace for that product. 0-9 uh, last year in the Big Ten, two wins overall. Indiana kind of foundering in the way that they had foundered historically after a couple of really, really good seasons. It is what it is. It's Indiana football, man. And uh, David Ellis, running back, he is evident he's left the program and is likely to retire because of injuries. He's had kind of some chronic ankle issues. Uh, 28 uh, carries, 28 receptions in 21 games for the Hoosiers over his years at Indiana, and uh, 434 yards, two touchdowns. He's gone. That's life. Indiana's going to move on. Uh, the Pacers, should they tank for Victor Wenbenyama? No, because even... If you tank successfully and you wind up being one of the bottom three teams in the NBA, you've only got a 14% chance of getting the number one overall pick, and you don't know whether Wenbin Yama is going to really be a, like a Giannis Antetokounmpo or whether he's going to be Kristaps Porzingis. You have no idea at this point. And tanking for Kristaps, that's not a, uh, a recipe for winning. Now, should the Pacers deal Buddy Heald and a, a group, a guy potentially Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, whomever, for Russell Westbrook. No. Russell Westbrook, $47 million. Even if you were going to buy him out, the buyout for John Wall with the Rockets was $41 million. You're going to pay a guy. You're going to say, if you're Herb Simon, look, I'm willing to pay Russell Westbrook $41 million to not play here while we're in the middle of, of serious inflation and people in central Indiana are hurting a little bit economically, you're going to pay a guy $41 million to pay, play against you? That's just, <clears throat> from a moral perspective, it's wrong, right? If I were Herb Simon, and Herb Simon's known for not spending into the luxury tax, he's not, 
he's not an owner and historically hasn't been an owner who digs into his pocket, comes out with a lot of cash for Kevin Pritchard to go get guys and, and put the Pacers over the top. That's not what the Pacers do. Paying a guy $41 million or whatever it would wind up being to not play, or $47 million to play poorly like Russell Westbrook did last year with the Lakers, you can't do it. You just can't do it. I, if I were Herb Simon, I would never get involved in Kevin Pritchard's business. Let your basketball person run your basketball program. But I'd call and say, look, you sign him, you pay him. Because I'm not signing checks or a check for $41 million to make this guy go away. That's not how I made my money. I worked for my money. People are going to work for their money if I'm going to pay them my money. No, to Russell Westbrook. Now, even if it makes basketball sense in the long term to open up cap room, to hell with that guy. Not bringing him to Indiana. Not buying his contract. Not trading for his contract. Buddy Heald played hard. I'd go ahead. I'd go ahead and have Buddy Heald play here before I'd have Russell Westbrook's contract, for God's sake. Um, Tom Glavin said this last night on uh, the MLB Network. They had kind of a Peyton Manning, the Manning Brothers type thing on the MLB Network, and it was kind of cool because Tom Glavin, good guy talking about baseball, said that he can't watch a whole baseball game. They asked him if he watches, if, if he's locked in on the Braves. He goes, oh, I kind of check in, I peek. That's what we do with baseball. Who can watch an entire baseball? When was the last time you watched an entire baseball game? I think I did it out here in the backyard during the 2016 World Series. You can't watch an entire baseball game. It's so slow. It's terrible. It's a bad television product. You cannot watch the entire thing. I love baseball, and I can't watch. Uh, Cubs won their fifth straight last night, 3-2 to two at Wrigley Field. Nico Horner, a double. Knocked in Suzuki with a winning run. They win their fifth straight game. Nice work by the Cubs, just in time to be dismantled by Jed Hoyer. They're going to trade Wilson Contreras and Ian Happ and everybody else and get prospects that maybe wind up playing in Chicago, maybe not. Uh, Jamie Kaiser, he's visiting Indiana basketball right now. He's a 6'6 wing. He can shoot it. He is going to spend his senior high school year at the IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. Ranked number 75 in the country. Kind of a, a well-built guy who shoots the ball well. Uh, Maryland, Virginia, also in the running for Kaiser. We'll see who Indiana winds up with in this recruiting cycle. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we, on this. You know what? It's cool. It's going to be rainy. It's rainy to the south up here. Not rainy yet. We dig it. Uh, Ron Probst, Jeff Canley, Jeff Zanini, the great Casey Nicole celebrating a birthday. Uh, the great Walt Offit celebrating a birthday. Chris Mayhew, Parker Stancato, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that is best done with an honest and specific compliment. Lift each other a little bit. Compliments, man. That, you want to know how to manage people. It's not through whacking them in the forehead. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Whap, whap, whap. It's not that. It's, hey, I love the way you did this. People repeat what they're praised for. Always, always, always. Raising kids. Praise what you covet. And it'll be delivered again and again and again and again. 
A little bit later today, we're going to talk to Colts players. We're going to talk to Chris Ballard. We got it all covered, baby. Inside Indiana Sports Now coming in later this afternoon. It's all here.